On this week's episode, we have our initial reactions to Mary Poppins Returns, Aquaman, and Bumblebee, as well as breaking down the new trailers for Hellboy and Men in Black International. Let's get started. This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome, everyone, to Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody. With me are Kyle and Eric. Hello. Christmas! Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry early Christmas. I'm I'm getting more and more excited for Christmas now. If it finally feels like it's getting, becoming Christmas to me. You got Maybe a that's Santa hat on. I mean, that could be because I'm wearing the Santa hat, but I don't know. Like, it just snowed recently, or <laughs> recently as yesterday, finally, and I don't know. I just, uh, it feels good. It feels good to be yeah, in the Christmas I mean, about spirit. time. It's four days away. Yeah. And we got all of our white yeah. elephant gifts under the tree here at the office. I'm a little nervous. Getting gifts is the most stressful thing in the world for if, me. Actually, really? this, I especially... Especially this year, like probably getting something for a white elephant exchange is was the most stressful because <laughs> I found a gift. I think it's a really cool gift, but I feel like it's only going to work for like half of us working here. <laughs> so it can either be a great gift or it's not going to have any sort of payoff at I all. So I'm people, curious to see what will happen. I wish whenever the people I get gifts for just save them and open them alone in their room at the end of the day. Yeah, so, so that way you them. don't see so the reaction. Yeah. Don't look me in the eyes like, while I open this gift area. Yeah, no, I sit there and my expression. I sit there and I start trying to like, well, I mean, it's kind of cool, but you know, I, I ran out of time and I thought it might have been funny. Yeah. That's like, oh, and you also are nervous on myself. And you also are nervous like the look on her face will be like disappointment so when they open it it'll the be like oh thing, i do love it people <laughs> open their gift like if it's a, in a in a bag and they they go through like oh this is really cool and then they like look for more but there's nothing else in there <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> you're like oh it's like, i don't know no, no that that was everything we may well, or may not have a bag like that i was just <laughs> about to say right there's now. like one or two of them that <laughs> oh, I mean, mine's mostly just you know I thought you were about to say what it was there. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's nothing crazy, but... No, I'm actually proud of, like, the gift that I found, but again, like, it's... Either it's gonna work for... Either it's gonna work, or it's not. It just I depends always, on who picks it. <laughs> I always thought white elephant gifts are just kind of, like, you know, nothing... Fam- not quite gag gifts, but, like, you know, something that you don't really need. Just kind of fun. Well, because you want to play it safe, right? Like, you don't yeah. want... In the office, you want to play it safe. Well, I don't know. These are office ones. These aren't like with your buddies, right? Anybody in the True. office here could get him like a banana hammock. Get mine, I guess. Is yours a gag one? No, not really. That sounded like it was a gag gift. No, it's not a gag gift. Huh. Mine's I mean, not. I guess you could interpret it like that, but that wasn't my intention. It's like a. Huh. I don't know. I ran out of ideas and I panicked. I'm like, oh my god. No, that's fair. <laughs> no, that was me in the store too. I just was like, I don't, I don't know what. To, like at one point, I was like, looking through a candle section or like a vacuum section. I was like, do they want a vacuum? <laughs> I don't know what they, I don't know what they want. But I, I think I nailed. I actually nailed it. But it just keyboard, depends on who keyboard, gets it. Air canister, spray. <laughs> there you go. Practical. So anyway, it was stressful for us. I don't know about I, you. Apparently, you nailed your I gift. I had so many gifts. I was, Ugh. I could have chose from. I wanted to just go into the back office and just take that stack of Blu-rays. Like, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> probably could have gotten away with that. Yeah. <laughs> or just give Cody one of her mini what, toys. One of my Funko Pops back <laughs> yeah. to me. Well, that was the thing, too. Like, I didn't want it to be Funko Pops because, you know, that only works for, like, 
you know, us three, yeah. but maybe not for everyone else. And then it's like, well, I also don't want to get the movies because, <laughs> you know, like they probably don't want like another DVD and who knows if they'll like it. But, you know, I did well, want just something movie related. stresses me out. I hate it. The I know. Let's just get it over with. That I wanted to get, <laughs> but I didn't because I had already gotten this other one. And then I found the gift that I really wish I would have got was a license plate that said Ecto-1. It was just, oh. how awesome would that have been? Yeah, that would have been a good gift. Oh, see, it could have worked for everybody, I think, in the office. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't like Ghostbusters? Really, though? Only weirdos. <laughs> weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so hopefully everyone likes their gifts. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. Well, yeah. If not, it's no big deal. You're going to get actual gifts from your families, I'm <laughs> sure. Know yeah. you a little bit better and <laughs> care about you. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, when you put it like that. <laughs> yeah. No, we all care about everybody here at the office. Hence why we're I doing the gifts. About. And we're going to have hot chocolate and peppermint schnapps here pretty soon. <sighs> I never had a work Christmas thing. I mean, obviously like, like last year, but not yeah. like a white elephant thing. Yeah, no, this will be really fun. So mm-hmm. All um, I, my only experience is that office episode. Where everybody wants the iPod. <laughs> so like, they keep is that what's going to happen? Oh, jeez, no. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for the hot chocolate, the presents. It's going to be a good time. Just open them, get them out of the way, then we can just enjoy the go, sweets and Then the we're going to go to a bar and drink. <laughs> At 2 p.m. At 2 p.m. <laughs> Sounds like a That's normal day for me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> where you go on your lunches. Oh, no. <laughs> Work is sloppy in the afternoons. <laughs> He's going to walk in and be like, Kyle, back again so soon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tone it down. Be like, hey, I don't know who you are, stranger. <laughs> I will not have my usual. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know. You, the usual. You know. <laughs> Uh, so, do we have stuff to talk about today? Is that why we're here? Well, oh you gosh, guys saw some guys, movies. We finally yes. have movies to see. It's It was a struggle those last two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. yeah. Felt like longer. It did feel like longer. <laughs> right. Well, to get it started, on Wednesday, uh, Mary Poppins Returns opened, and I went and saw it on opening night. <laughs> fun. It was fun and charming. Whimsical. The way, the way you, Whimsical. The way you said it was like, it was fun. Yeah. I did have the fun. I did have some <laughs> of the funs that were being had in the theater that night. <laughs> no, it, it was good. And I think it it does a really good job of upholding everything that the first Mary, what made the first Mary Poppins so special and just adding to that magic. Um, Emily Blunt was fantastic in it. She just blew me away she was just so good um and meryl streep was good in it and her little cameo and um the kids were okay for child actors yeah. i hate to always criticize kids but sometimes no, it's, it's definitely a there's a reason like when a child actor is like really good it yeah. gets like mentioned everywhere it's yeah. like whoa okay yeah, you need to see this kid so the kids were good um they did what they needed to <laughs> yeah and 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 um lynn manuel miranda mm-hmm. did fantastic in it too and he's in it a lot so i really enjoyed him and emily blunt they're go um singing going off each other and he does some dance numbers in it which are really fun and you just don't see that anymore it's definitely very much an old-fashioned movie old-fashioned singing old-fashioned dancing old-fashioned musical yeah set pieces Mm -hmm. that maybe go on a beat or two too long in the scene of dancing for my um, attention span. So that would probably be my biggest criticism of it. It's just that it's 
not my type of movie. And I don't know if I have the attention span for that much singing and dancing. <laughs> I sound like such a Scrooge. It's too much it, happiness. <laughs> it was too much whimsical happiness for me. Unrealistic. No, I feel like much. it's probably a pretty popular opinion. I feel like yeah. movies like that, or musicals in general, first of all, but especially something like Mary Poppins is very much for, a, I wouldn't say niche, but like it's not for everybody. Right. I guess. The only real acting and, and dialogue is just setting up to the next song. Yeah. And I and you just start to kind of get into it and want to establish more or have more of it. And then it's like, nope, singing and dancing. <laughs> Does it not feel like the songs are helping move the story along or helping They're like okay. push characters forward at all? Because I feel like the first Mary Poppins Oh, no, did that for the, the most part. Musicals. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the storytelling and progression yeah. is done through the songs. They, they is that are, not done in just, here? No, it it is. Not it's your just, genre? You're not going to throw in your headphones and no, it, passionately mouth along to No, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, I, because it's maybe not my movie, I just didn't get into the music, and I could not tell you a lyric from any of the songs except for maybe the topsy-turvy song that Meryl Streep sings, <laughs> because it's Meryl Streep, and she's amazing. And the really emotional, <laughs> the things are lost. Place where lost things go. Yeah. yeah. Which made me tear up a little bit. Yeah, I've heard that song's like the, the best, best song. one. Yeah, because it's the only one that like you can maybe like remember the lyrics, and it's a very emotional part of the movie. You know, when the children are missing their mother and heartbroken over it and feeling a little lost, Mary Poppins swoops in to remind them that things are always with you and. That, and that's great. Beautiful sentiment. It's beautiful. And it made me tear up a little bit because as a mommy, I just, that's my greatest fear <laughs> is to like be gone and not have my, you know, not yeah. my children grow up without me. So, jeez. Oh. This is Christmas time. I know. This is Christmas time. So <laughs> that, be happy. Uh, whole, another song. Another song. <laughs> Tell us about Topsy Turvy, please. <laughs> yeah. More Topsy Turvy. That sounds happier. Maybe <laughs> didn't play well for me. But, um, other, but I think it's there and it holds up and, Definitely an older audience will very much appreciate it. Yeah. Is it, um, a, it's continuing Mary Poppins from the first one, right? Like yeah. it's a, it's not like it's her, a sequel. It is how not far a remake, removed from the first one. But she, 20, it, Emily Blunt 20, is Mary years. Poppins. Okay. Yeah. Emily Blunt is Mary Poppins. Right. Not like a sister or cousin or anything. Yeah, she exactly. Is I'm Ma- Stacy Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> she is Mary Poppins. And what's the one thing I really loved about the story is she comes back to take care of the bank, the older bank's children. Like she came back for the adults. She didn't really come back for the children. Um, and all that, even though she does care for the children and through the actions with the children, she's actually helping the adults. And I, I just thought that that was really sweet that she, that you never stop caring and loving children, even when they become adults. Well, that's, that you always take care of them. It kind of sounds like it goes back to the first one too. Cause really, yeah, she's taking care of the children, the first part, but it's really about Mr. Banks learning, like, how to kind of be a better dad. Like, he was doing things for the right reasons, but he was just also, like, kind of almost neglecting them in a, in a certain way. Like, not a in a bad way, but just, like, the way, like, he just is as the character. Like, he just doesn't have the focus to take care of them because he's so work-driven. And it in a way, like, the movie helps with the parents more and with him mr banks as compared to taking care of the children so i like that parallel yeah. that we're kind of seeing between the two that definitely is a part of it again and she sometimes puts the children in peril 
Oh, that's yeah. Just mom instinct to me coming out being like, why are you letting them do that? Why are they jumping around with penguins? Yeah. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> penguins are for Yeah. No, the whole, and it was neat to see a throwback to hand-drawn animation because yeah. the night before I had gone and finally felt well enough to go see Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse and we had talked so much about <laughs> yep. how wonderful that was and I love the animation and and they added a hand-drawn element to that. But this in Mary Poppins was like niche in the fact that they went completely hand-drawn. Well, yeah, you don't see it hardly ever anymore. So no. like when it came up a little bit in the trailer, it's like, whoa, I forgot what that looks like. Yeah, and it was... It was weird to see. I have to be honest. I am just not used to that animation. I felt nostalgic for a second, but to be honest, I didn't. It's how they I did didn't it. Really for, like it. It's how they did it for. <laughs> you didn't like it in Mary years. Poppins Returns. <laughs> no, I just don't think I could watch a movie with that style animation anymore. Well, I feel like not many movies are gonna. I They're, feel like Mary Poppins yeah. is you know unique in the in that animation. Like, you don't really see that used in a a different type of story no. like you're not gonna see that in i don't i can't think I of an know, example but I, but I was maybe more surprised because I, i'm on that cusp that millennial cusp where i grew up with a hand-drawn stuff still so that where it still is yeah. important to me but i don't know if i could watch a movie all hand-drawn anymore i think my go-to's Oof. are now computer animated i think i've made Oof. that change where i just love the computer animation yeah, that's weird. weird. That's weird sounding to me. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it just depends on the movie. It didn't come up until I saw the hand drawn and Mary Poppins for this huge long sequence where they enter the bowl and stuff. Yeah. And so I was like, hmm, I don't really, I'm not really enjoying this as much as I thought I, I would. That's, that's interesting. A, yeah, I was just about to say that's mm-hmm. kind I've of never really thought of uh, the. I've never really thought of the concept of like. Outgrowing certain types of animation, I guess. It's all, I mean, it's just all different types of animation to me. I don't know. It's really weird when um, we watch, you know, like Disney cartoons and stuff. Sometimes like a really old one will come on. Yeah. Like the really old, like from the 60s and stuff and or the 50s and 60s. And even then I'm like, "Mm, I just, I don't like this. I don't, I often avoid them now because I just find them. I mean, well, they went through a lot of different styles, like. Their very first ones, like the golden era, like 30s and 40s, like Snow White and Pinocchio and Bambi. Animation is like way different than like the 50s and 60s that Mm -hmm. you see in like Cinderella or, you know, Robin Hood, Sword in the Stone. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I just think it's cool. There's just a, a, like a plethora of different looks that they've gone through. Oh, definitely. I think that it really shows how technology and tastes and all that can transform an art medium mm-hmm. and that's interesting it just took it like being in a modern movie to make me realize like i've moved on from this this is not my preferred yeah. animation anymore and that was weird for me to okay. kind of think that anyways otherwise it was really good everybody <laughs> would probably enjoy it go out and see it there's i don't really have any bad criticisms of it emily blunt was great so I was about that was gonna be my personal preference. Yeah, for me, Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Nothing objectively bad about the movie. That was gonna be my final question: was is Emily Blunt as great as people says that she is? Because Mm -hmm. I mean, I've loved the casting to begin with, but people are saying like awards, give her the awards, (laughs) and I'm like, I mean, there's a lot of great performances out this year. Like, is is it? It must just be the character because I'm pretty sure. uh, Yeah. Oh, I'm blanking on her name. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure she won Best Actress for Mary 
the original Mary Poppins. I know she was nominated for so sure. There's, I there's can something, check. There just must be some essence to the character that brings out I, the best. And I think this role really showed, showed how talented she is because there is a lot of singing, a lot of dancing, and she has some snappy dialogue that, yeah. you know, she had, but she also has to convey emotion as well. And, and I think she, all around, it was a really good performance. Yeah. It's nice oh, she's, seeing her that way. For years, she's been one of my f- absolute favorite actresses. I couldn't, after seeing her, imagine anybody else doing the role. Yeah. Even oh, from that for first, sure. yeah. even from that first photo, I was like, okay, yeah, she, she immediately looks like she could be. And Angela Lansbury sings this on in it. And I absolutely loved that part too. <laughs> <laughs> Cause she, her voice is just beautiful. I just love it. And yes, Julie Andrews did win that year for Mary Poppins. Knew it. And then she got nominated the next year for Sound of Music. Oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Great great killing it with her. Great career she has. Singing voice and acting skills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so and there's no um uh um cameo of hers, right? I believe she right. says she came out and said she didn't do it. Mm-hmm. No, she was busy being an Aquaman. <laughs> Which I could I could tell you who it is, but I, I won't give they're... it away. There's a couple of reasons for that. I know that she has some issues with her vocal cords, and so she doesn't oh. have her singing voice anymore. Oh, that's unfortunate. And, I believe... Oh, sorry. You go ahead. And I think that in, given this, she just wanted um, Emily Blunt to, like, to be her thing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, really, that's like, what I, I was going to say. I don't want my legacy over risk, or I don't want it to risk you know, taking the focus away from you. You yeah. are Mary Poppins now. Which it could have. I mean, I don't yeah, think it would have been bad, but I I, you know, I see like, her reasoning. Whoa, that's that's the original Mary Poppins. Yeah. It's probably like, hey, let's just avoid all that. Emily Blunt is Mary Poppins. And I yeah. think at the end, when you see Dick Van Dyke, I should add, you're more surprised that he's still alive. <laughs> he is old. He is <laughs> getting up there. I mean, he's like 93, 94. Yeah, yeah he, he is. does have more energy than you would really assume. Well, like, yeah. he really does he, like, move well. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I'm just more shocked by that than enthralled yeah. in the character which is sad to say i'm like whoa look at that old man go just kind of taken out of the movie like whoa that's yeah. just that's possible it sounds like it will be a nice friendly reminder to how great he's always been like he's just such a he was always such a dynamic animated guy always so funny and charming and witty and hopefully we'll still get that out yeah, of his uh, cameo and yeah he's it's very short-lived he comes in yeah. at the end to save the day but yeah it, it's well worth the wait to see him good nice yeah, I can't wait to see him. When I realized that he was going to be in the movie, I was like, okay, I have to I have to see it. <laughs> Let's see how this is going to go. Because despite his whatever accent in the first one, like he still just takes over the screen when he needs to. Yep. And then Julie Andrews also takes over the screen because obviously. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> it's an award-winning performance. So, yeah, it'll do well this, this week. But um, I think the big winner is going to be Aquaman. So, Kyle, tell us all about it. I can't wait. I don't no spoilers. I am gonna see it. So <laughs> even though you know she spoiled Bumblebee for you, I'll try. So no, she did spoil it for me earlier. I guess I could. I have some questions if you want to answer them in front of Eric. <laughs> spoil it for I you. I do not care. No, you could, you could summarize the whole movie for me right now. No, it care. the movie came out. I won't spoil it at all. Uh, but it's a it's a fun time. Like it's really the the DC films are really taking a turn to having the more lighthearted. Um, feel good tone as compared to like it's darker stuff you see embracing the comic bookiness yeah and it definitely doesn't it's like you get that a bit in wonder woman but it definitely is here and it works well for the most part but it does have a little bit of trouble finding the line to where it gets almost too 
corny and I can't tell whether if it's in like how it's written or whether it's from the director's take on how to make those type of uh, moments work well with each yeah. other. Like it seems like he kind of the, the director, James Wan, kind of struggled with meshing those two where it's a little over the top mixed in with the lighthearted feel. It seemed like he wasn't quite able to mesh them so well. But really beyond that, like it, it's a lot of fun to watch. Jason Momoa as Aquaman really is fun to watch um, throughout the movie. Like he has a great – he really embraces like the tone that they're trying to set for and he really uh, makes that character of Aquaman grow as the movie progresses. I mean – it's not totally fleshed out, but it's enough to where at the end you're just like, yeah, Aquaman. Yeah. Well, like you're more than Justice League, where he yes didn't really do anything. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it didn't grow at all. He really doesn't become Aquaman until the end, but the payoff when he does is really well worth it. But really, it's just a journey of a man just learning like how to balance between both worlds and trying to figure out like how he can become a part of both of them. Sounds like an origin story to me. Yeah, but it's it's kind of nice because it's not. It's it's pretty, it's almost like coming of age type of feel with his character, and oh, I okay. kind of appreciated that about it. That's cool. So yeah, I mean, for his uh, starring role as Aquaman, he was terrific in it. Um, everyone else did a pretty good job uh, with what they're given. I really liked Patrick Wilson in in moments. Some moments go back to where it's kind of that over the top corny, hamming it up a little, a, a little. But then there's moments where they bring back down to earth, and there's interesting concepts with where they take. Uh, his character of Ocean Master, and really Amber Heard as Mara was a highlight of it for me. Like there was moments out of the movie where I was like, "Why are they trying to make Aquaman the king? Like maybe <laughs> she should be in charge." Like that. So I really enjoyed her character, and she worked well with uh, Aquaman because it's really their um, journey to they're, save they're Atlantis. Together for a lot of it, aren't they? Pretty like, much, yeah. You know, like a road trip kind of thing. It yeah, it has that road trip feel. It's it's kind of like a swashbuckling tale, like especially when it's all like in the water shots and um, all of the sea battles, which by the way, sea battles are phenomenal. Yeah, that was my biggest thing is wondering how stuff's going to look underwater. It looks incredible. Like honestly, the cinematography on it looks just mind-blowingly amazing and all the action scenes, whether it's like hand-to-hand combat stuff or whether it's the all-out giant war scenes that they have, like, it's all... Laser shooting sharks. And yeah, it's armored all... Armored seahorse and warriors. weirdly <laughs> enough, those parts aren't the corny moments that I was talking about earlier. Like, they, they work so well. They're a lot of fun to I'm watch. Sure those are just like the hoorah, like, here yeah. we go. Yeah, exactly. But, no, it's, it's a fun time. Like, I can see the, pretty much the general audience, like, if they only go to the movies five times a year and they chose this one to be one of them. Like they're going to have a great time. Like they're not going to look into all like the nitpicks that I personally had with the movie, but they're there's it's going to make its money for sure. It's going to be a really fun time for them. Where does it place in terms of DC movies? Like where's it rank? Ooh. Um, are we talking about, so we're talking about like the DC universe that they're trying to do. Right. Is well, that like, what you mean? You know, like Justice League, Batman v Superman, Those, Woman. Uh, Where's it place? Suicide Squad. No, it's it's not bottom of the barrel for sure. It's <laughs> honestly, it's probably like Suicide Squad isn't bottom yes, of the barrel. Yes, it is. It's bottom Suicide of the barrel. Suicide Squad is the worst superhero movie it's, I've ever seen in my life. It's 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 Suicide Squad dead last. <laughs> oh gosh. Dead last. Um, oh man, Batman v Superman is right out. But right before that, I didn't like that one. That would probably be my dead last. Um, Justice League will be next, <laughs> and then and then probably Aquaman, Man of Steel, and Wonder Woman. Cool. 
You liked Man of Steel. I do know. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle's Man? a big, big yeah, fan I, of Man of Steel. I I weirdly love that movie. Like I understand, like it's problems and I issues. Flip back like, and forth. I'll watch it once. I understand, like, okay, actually, but I'm, I'm st- I see some more things in this, and I'll watch it again. I'll be like, oh my god. And yeah, I'll watch it I, again, and I'll flip back. Something about Man of Steel, I just really dig. <laughs> Mine are probably well. I haven't seen Aquaman yet, but I have a guess that it'll probably be Aquaman, then Justice League. As your yeah. two top favorites? Yeah. And oh, then okay. Wonder Woman. You like Justice League more than Wonder Woman? Uh huh. Wow. Because it has Aquaman in it. Oh my god. <laughs> I really, womp, really, womp. Think, and I really liked the Flash's character too. So uh-huh. I'm really excited for his mm-hmm. movie. Oh, and that's why she likes Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. Because <laughs> <And laughs> he had that brief appearance. For yeah, whatever I, I reason, don't know how anybody could like any part of Suicide Squad. I remember. I can't so fathom. Maybe it. I like it because it's so bad. Like it's just so uh, cheesy. Maybe, like, but I it's not the it kind of this. bad where you can like laugh at. It's you know, it's not so bad as good. It's long, dark, like visually, it, you can't see anything. It's bleak, it's really but long. Yet, it's boring, well, you guys not don't funny. Like it, but everyone's none while, of the jokes something, land. Something comes along, and I find this with TV shows that it's just kind of garbagey in a sense that it's just no, I, bad I, 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 and i, I just that. really like it i get that appeal I but i just do not why. see that in suicide squad i just suicide squad it's just like two and a half hours long you can't see me. anything nothing's funny the music choice is terrible the editing now, is awful i will i will say that all you said about justice league is why i have found enjoyment in justice league yeah. so i can yeah. kind of understand why it's second for you because I was like you're, you're watching this movie and you're like man this is not good but at least they're having a good time that's doing it like at least no that's just different uh <laughs> no i i i don't get that with suicide squad but i could get that with yeah. justice league and i liked wonder woman i just when chris pine dies at the end it makes me kind of sad so that's why he gets knocked off it is a sad bit. but yeah how does <laughs> i don't understand why that, <laughs> why that why that like is a strike against it it's a powerful moment it's a powerful character. My biggest criticism is the final showdown, though. Again. Just fast forward. Yeah, it kind of grinds to a halt when she starts fighting Ares. It I does thought. a little bit. Yeah, Ares that kind of went against the whole too. theme of the movie. Yeah, you that know, third act like, is the weak part. Yeah, but cool. Well, I'm curious to see where Aquaman will place for me in my rank. Yeah, you guys probably have <laughs> the same qualifications for rankings as I do. Uh, that that could be it too. Yeah. I think Eric and I can be a little more critical. I feel like the subtext to this whole thing is just Aquaman's body. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a mind, too. He's really fun. He's got a great personality. Oh, I mean, throughout the movie, you're <laughs> yeah. definitely yeah. following like how charismatic and charming he is. Stoic robot. I mean, there's some personality there. Come on, Eric. I mean, it just so happens that he has abs. Okay. Okay. I stand corrected. There's a lot of superhero movies, and all the guys have bodies. Okay, it's not just a body thing. I just like his personality more. I will say this: I like Captain America's honor more, and Captain America has just as good a body. Well, the audience, okay, the audience that I was with in my screening was not the fanboy audience. It was definitely (laughs) like the family picture and there was there was quite a few moments where moms. every time you know like his shirt is wet or his shirt is there's just a lot more whispering than <laughs> as compared to like so. the air sucking in like <gasps> <sighs> yeah exactly also all, the whispering was exhaling. also annoying but that's a different story whatever but well oh. i'm always gonna think that that's at least 50 percent of the appeal there's to this probably character. yeah nothing wrong with that no, not at all. Kyle's just... favorite character was Mira, and she's probably in a really tight suit. She looks very nice. Yeah. 
<laughs> she looks very nice, but it, but she also did do a really good job oh, yeah. as well. She, she apparently has personality as well. I haven't seen the movie. I don't know. <laughs> like you come teacher. back. No, it's all about the abs. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to have that discussion because I don't think that comes up where the sexual objectification of the character is turned. <laughs> Maybe it's so his long points. hair and his beard. Maybe yeah. it's also people who like just know what he's like. You know, yeah. how, what Jason Momoa is like, the whiskey chugging, tomahawk throwing guy. Oh, that's in the and movie too. Like, oh, There's definitely Jason Momoa isms. <laughs> he's not quite an alpha because he's emotional too. True. He's struggling. He's struggling with where he belongs. And I'm sure there's many women that are like. Does he break you down or is he, is he? Does he clench in his my jaw bed. and just? Uh, gotta get through this not so angsty <laughs> as what you, <laughs> as what you're predicting maybe i should just see the movie yeah i think you should like but i said i mean i stand by i found enjoyment throughout the film but i did see would you um, say you're slightly disappointed yeah okay yeah i could say that but also it could you be were hyped for it yeah it Both could be because were. i'm yeah. also a fanboy <laughs> of this stuff and that could have made me be swayed by being a little critical of it but I also really did see like some problems in this movie that I think others can overlook and enjoy themselves. Well, it has gotten some negative criticism, so it's well, not yeah. like it's across the board. It's mostly what kind of, kind of what I think what yeah. Kyle's getting at because it's kind of one of those movies where you can you either just give yourself up to the wacky, crazy, over the top shark sh- laser shooting stuff, mm-hmm. or you're just like, okay, this is just. This is just too ridiculous. And I feel like, like I was saying, there's a line that maybe this movie doesn't quite balance. It's weird. Like, the balance doesn't come from what you would... The the out-of-balance stuff doesn't come from what you would expect it would come from. Like, you know, with the laser sharks and, you know, like, all these sea creatures, like, attack... These giant sea creatures attacking each other. Like, that stuff actually worked well with the movie. It was more... It was more of with how, like, the directing style just tried to make it have this these campy one-liner joke type of things as well as having the lighthearted feel to it and it mm-hmm. just felt like even though those should like coincide together really well like the director didn't have a knack of making that happen and they just really make you almost cringe a little so it really cut excited to see yeah I, i'm wondering if either you can see it but you still enjoy oh, sure. it a little I'm more sure than i would what you're or... getting at i just i wonder what my uh reaction to it will be yeah I think you'll be okay with it more than I was. What, are you trying to say that Eric's going to be more objective about it than I will be? No, I'm no, just looking just at him. <laughs> he, knows, he knows I love Venom, yeah. and he knows the reasons why I love Venom, and maybe the, that those reasons can extend to parts of Aquaman. Yeah. Mm, okay. I'll be very objective about it, too. <laughs> just saying. I'm sure you will. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah. it, it, I, I, sorry, to wrap it up, uh, people will enjoy this. Okay. Like, I know I'm, I'm kind of harshing on that point a little bit too much probably but really there is a lot to enjoy in aquaman and people should give it a shot good well the last one was um along the lines of that action pg-13 movie the pre transformers film bumblebee where we get bumblebee's origin story how he comes to earth how he meets you know his new friend charlie played by Haley steinfeld and what happens to him while during his time here and I went and saw that as an early show. Me and a few 
of my <laughs> friends and family and some family members. Fun. I think everybody else was an Aquaman because the showing was pretty <laughs> pretty empty. <laughs> yeah, my showing. I mean, I think most people went to Aquaman, but even still, it really didn't fill up. Really? Yeah. Hmm, I thought a lot of people would be in it, but but it is Thursday night early shows. Yeah, so. people are probably. But even still, people for are a probably superhero scrambling movie. to finish their Christmas shopping. <laughs> yeah, um, Christmas well, parties. Oh, and oh, stuff. Jesus, Christmas season get... could be a part of it, as well as I think there was a screen of it early. Yeah, for, there was that if you're like an Amazon Prime user. Thing, yeah. So I think uh, the, the fanboys fanboys probably got in on that. Well, I didn't, no. <laughs> but it was so fun. But I noticed that a bit too right. in mine. Bumblebee, um, I enjoyed myself. I like to say I think I enjoyed myself a little bit more with Bumblebee than Mary Poppins, only because Bumblebee's a new, modern, more modern film, and I I like Transformers. Mm-hmm. Even though I have to say I've not seen. I was told today there's five Transformers films, oh, and I have not seen obviously five, three, four, or five. I didn't know they've, they've got them all muddled. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't know where it really cut off. Um, and I and I enjoy them. I didn't love transformers so i was really hoping this would be like a really fresh remake um concentrating on bumblebee and it was good Haley steinfeld was awesome in it as she is she's just really good actress and and playing that awkward angsty teen and and you felt guns and roses shirt yeah you really (laughs) felt for her and you really like get attached to her and you can see why bumblebee gets attached to her i just wish i had a little bit more um a lot of your criticisms of aquaman were similar criticisms i had of bumblebee really oh dialogue was presented sometimes in a way and by certain characters that borderlined on corny and it didn't it kind of takes you out of it like that was a lame line mm-hmm. and then you're kind of disappointed because they got such a lame line lame line i think that's a tongue twister yeah, I think the, <laughs> the the character that does it the most for me is john cena's like major I feel like in all of those movies yeah in all of those movies that yeah. kind of big imposing military official guy is always always kind of the weakest yeah. most generic kind of cringy you, just cardboard character. You can see kind of why he attacks Bumblebee when he first meets him because they're like doing a training exercise and Bumblebee comes out of nowhere. And so you can see why they like attack him at first. But um, in this movie, Bumblebee actually talks in the beginning of the movie and he talks to him for a second. And he, and so I never quite understood why the general character just continued to hate him and then finally at the end comes around but he's prejudiced against robots yes well and with good right because then when the decepticons come to hunt down bumblebee he's suspicious of them so that's good but he gets overrode by you know other forces and trying to partner with the decepticons which doesn't end very well for those people but what year does it take place in 87 I know. Well, I'm just thinking because I said Guns N' Roses, and I'm pretty sure Appetite for Destruction came out in '89. But she's wearing an Appetite for Destruction shirt in the trailer, so I was just trying to. That was a lot more frequently than you would think in like, movies. Oh, these people <laughs> they claim to <laughs> don't know their love history. letter to the '80s, and they can't get the years. I could be wrong. Maybe Guns N- because... maybe Appetite came out in '87, yeah. but I'm pretty sure it was '89. I think that's just because a lot of the people working on these films aren't weren't born in the 80s. They're like, hey, that's an 80s band, right? Yeah, well, right? let's give her an 80s band yeah, shirt. That's before my time. The director, Travis Knight, 
grew up in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, that's why yeah, you see he, all the Gen 1 Transformers because that designer. was his thing. Yeah, but it's not him. And he's not going to be like, oh, that's Ron when he's like looking at the whole film. Well, they, they are correct about it, Eric. It came out July 21st, 1987. Dang it. <laughs> I eat my own words now. I thought it was 89. Maybe I'm thinking of Skid Row. So it seems like Travis Knight knows what he's doing. Oh. Or whoever else I it is. I did like all the 80s elements. <laughs> Probably Skid Row. Now in I think it, about it. And yeah, and I did like, I loved Bumblebee's like B warrior mask when it comes down there. And there were good things about it. It wasn't just a total mayhem and destruction where everything is destroyed around him while they're fighting. And I yeah. really appreciated that. I thought the fighting was really good. Is there a lot of scenes on uh, Cybertron? The whole like first two minutes of the film that oh. opens is on Cybertron. Okay. But it's like so, so much robotic stuff in your face that yeah. you almost don't really know what you're I mean, based on at. those trailers, it kind of, it gave me a vibe like the beginning of like, man of steel you know when when uh krypton's like about to be destroyed and then they yeah. send away yeah superman great scene by the way <laughs> just saying. Yeah, cybertron doesn't get destroyed but the decepticons have taken it over and the autobots are fleeing to regroup later on and okay. bumblebee's character is sent to earth and optimus prime is going to meet up with him on earth but he mm. is followed by his decepticon and that Decepticon, they have a fight on Earth. Johnny Cena's character gets kind of wrapped up in that fight. And that's when Bumblebee's um, voice box gets pulled out of him. And then, um, and then he nearly dies there. But he doesn't. He lives. And then he meets Haley Steinfeld's character. And they go off and they have their little adventure. And I feel nice. like that's supposed to be the center point of the film is that it's kind of like a girl and her dog type story. Is that yeah. what we're going to be able to get out of this? Because that's really it's what little, I want. Yeah, you definitely get that. They definitely bond, become friends. It's a little weird because um, Bumblebee, because he nearly dies, he loses a lot of his memory. So he doesn't really even know why he's there at first or what's going Aww. on. And and so he's very vulnerable. And I think that's why they, they meet up together. And she's able to befriend him and stuff and then as the movie goes on he regains his memories and mm. they and they um protect earth so nice so it, and it definitely and it, by the sounds of it, it sounds like it's going to be a smaller scale version of transformers and it's not the so much one. michael yep. bay in your face no. well i keep seeing comparisons no. yeah. to like amblin spielberg kind it of is, movies it yeah. feels very much like like that where the you get this teenager that's like, no, I've got to do it. I've got to save. Yeah. And I don't Go need up against you, mom the and military dad. And yeah. The, yeah. All the authorities. Yeah, but it's just kids. Yep. But those rascally. In the kids end, get only through. the kids could save the day. Yeah, exactly. That it, okay. it has that feel. And that's actually I really enjoyed that. I think I even like. I was like, you're coming around why... in the middle of this podcast. Like, <laughs> I actually liked it a little more than I thought. No, I did. I well, like I said in the beginning, I enjoyed it more than Mary Poppins. Yeah. It felt like a movie. I more was up more your alley. used to. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't disappointed with it at all, in the except that I just wish I had a little bit more Bumblebee. I wish I had either a little bit more backstory, or he learned to speak through the radio sooner so he could talk to her more. It just needed just a little bit more development in there. Okay. And then I think it would have been fantastic. Nice. But it w- we like decided... Three pretty solid movies? Yeah. Some negative parts of each one. We but. decided Bumblebee was a solid B movie. Kiss. <laughs> uh. 
Oh, so I'm excited for Christmas. I think there's a little bit of something for everybody this Christmas season. Be- you get really cool modern animated Spider-Man take that you can take the whole family. You get some cool action movies and Bumblebee and, tr- and Aquaman. And then you get that throwback nostalgia Mary Poppins song and dance movie for the old people. I mean, and yeah. I'm going to be watching The Favorite on Christmas Day. <laughs> so there's that for me. Merry yeah, I mean, blockbusters, Christmas. indies all around. <laughs> No, I mean, without Star Wars in the way of everything, everyone's just yeah. like, all right, we got Whoa, some, geez. we've got um, something. We need, we, yeah, let's take advantage of this. <laughs> no, and you know, and we still have Holmes and Watson, Vice, oh, yeah, and Welcome to Marwin, all opening. Oof, poor Welcome to Marwin's getting yeah. savaged. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to do as I actually well. Didn't the trailer's expect so that, good, but... and now it's just getting criticized left and right. Yeah, bad. So, well, it was already going to have an uphill battle because, you know, with. The three big films like Spider Verse, well, four I guess, Spider Verse, Bumblebee, Poppins, and uh, Aquaman. Like, where was Marwin's place in all of it? Like, what audience is left? Yeah, you know, I mean, unless if it pulls like a Greatest Showman, but that had I don't think it's wait, the Greatest Showman didn't have good reviews, but well, people had, just like better it. than Welcome to Marwin. Yeah, okay, so it yeah, the uphill climb is even steeper now for them, and that seems unfortunate because it did seem like a charming. Uh, yeah. film. I'm still planning on seeing it because that trailer got me and I had already like made the decision to yeah, see no, it. Yeah, no, I'm going to see it too. For but, sure. Um, and I want to see Vice and Holmes and Watson because again, I love me You want to see Vice? Yeah. Really? Surpri- <laughs> it's not going to be my movie. I'm not going to like it, but I really want to see <laughs> Well, not with that mindset. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to see But Christian I'm going to see it, darn it. Sam Rockwell? Yeah. I want to see their performances yeah. so bad. That whole scene in the trailer where they just go off. Zim Rockwell's Eating like, so chicken wings. are we doing this? I'm like, <laughs> yes, I want to see this happen. <laughs> I'll watch Sam Rockwell in anything. I want to watch Christian Bale shoot somebody in a <laughs> with a shotgun. I can't yeah, wait. I think that's the main reason why a vast majority of people are going to go. They're like, yeah. I want to see Christian Bale as Dick Cheney shoot somebody. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know why, but I just, I want to see all those performances. I think that it is. That for me is what's getting me excited. No, um, that's that's fair. I guess that's probably those are the reasons I want to see it. Uh-huh. I'm not necessarily into super excited or... yeah, about seeing the quote unquote the true. I forget what they say in the trailer. The true the... course of the thing that changed American history forever. What it's like? Okay, yeah, okay. You're like okay, yeah. I just want to see, see these performances, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. I think it, it's going to be an interesting story um, to just dive in a dive in deeper and i hope adam mckay was able to make a nice spin on it was yeah. able to make it entertaining mm-hmm. and then we got holmes and watson so excited yeah. actually <laughs> that I, little guy i do like um will ferrell and yeah what's his name john c Riley. who Reilly, doesn't like yeah. them i like a lot of people together. my age are like slightly older than me i found really don't like will ferrell really yeah there's a lot of people that really don't like will ferrell they just what's there like not a to like? Stick comedy I don't know I, that they just get my tired own personal of, I opinion. I like those people are humorless, <laughs> joyless. They're like, yeah, um, he's immature. That's kind of potty humor. And you're it's just like, like, well, you're dumb. Uh, yeah, I know, and it's amazing. <laughs> it's even funnier coming from him. <laughs> yes, he's just one of those guys where just. Maybe it's just his voice, his inflection. Ev- everything he his... says is just inherently a little yeah. bit funny. Mm-hmm. It is. And I think it's his facial features, too. Like yeah. that whole scene in the trailer where he's trying out very hats. Like, this will be the hat. And then he puts <laughs> a cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it. I don't know why I think it's so funny. I just, 
I just do. So yeah. I'm well, looking forward to an that unabashed one as well. Will Ferrell champion. That yeah. trailer um, sh- was shown before Aquaman. It actually, I think, was the best trailer. I think it really killed for people. Like really? that had the biggest reaction. Nice. I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to think. Of, I can't even think of the other trailers that were after that. To be honest, because that one had the bigger reaction. I don't pay attention to trailers anymore because I see them all. So I'm like, oh, oh yeah, that's my nap time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's just my buffer for getting to the theater. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, the movie's technically starting now, but I've got about 47 minutes of yeah. previews. <laughs> I can run some errands. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of trailers, um, yeah, what do we want to dive into first? There was... One. Let's talk about Men in Black. Men in Black International. Yeah, finally, we're getting a Men in Black sequel. It's yeah, I like remember hearing reboot. about it a long finally. time ago. <laughs> well, they they announced it a couple years ago, and it was apparently oh, at one God, point in time going to be a crossover with, with 21 Jump oh, Street. Oh, God, don't remind me. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I would have seen that. that. I would have seen I th- it. But. I mean, uh, 21 Jump Street was great and all, but mixing it, I don't know. Like I love, It was a bizarre idea. I like them both separately. Like I just don't – I didn't need that yeah. coming together. But now we have um, Chris Hemsworth mm-hmm. and Tessa Thompson. And Emma Thompson. And Liam Neeson. Oh yeah, for a second there, I was like, no, she got it right. <laughs> so it, from what we gather from the trailer is Tessa Thompson's character discovers um, Men in Black, the organization, and mm-hmm. wants to join. And then she gets sent to London where she meets up with Chris Hemsworth's character. Yeah, he's sort of like the, uh, like their top agent, agent right? Yeah. He's, he's the the golden child i think he's their top agent in london that's what i was yeah right in london yeah he's kind of the the legend yeah and so and you see all of the definitely the futuristic amazing gadgetry that comes oh it with looks men in black. exactly like the men in black guns mm-hmm. you know and love and so you chrome. just you get a like a tiny smidge taste of aliens mm-hmm. just enough to be like remind you that you they're those little that they're there to police aliens kind of cockroach looking guys from yeah. like the, the first, first three ones. yeah yeah um, and then you uh, get to meet the two heads, um, you know, Emma Thompson and Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson. I found, and I discussed this with my husband, we agreed that we really hope that Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth have, like, there's no sexual tension. That they're buddies, and it's mm-hmm. like a buddy cop movie where they just are like, yeah, Butting you, heads. you go be awesome, and yeah. I'll go be awesome over here, and I've got your back, man. And it's like, <laughs> totally not, agree. Not yeah, like, absolutely. I've got your back, and I'm staring at your ass mm-hmm. longingly. <laughs> no, I don't want that. But <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think I don't think they're gonna do that. I hope not. I, I wouldn't do mind hope it. That Emma Thompson and, and Liam Neeson though have the sexual <laughs> tension. I like imagine they have a rivalry. Like yeah. the American Men in Black organization hates the London one right. and vice versa. But, but they say the heads of it are like, <laughs> you know, every time they talk to each other, they're you're at despicable. each other's throats. But the subtext is just like. <laughs> Right. <laughs> i know i want that especially with those two actors i think it would be awesome yeah, yeah. that'd be a heck of a so. couple oh yeah the power power the, power, mm-hmm. the powerhouse couple yeah that's yeah. what i was thinking um when it comes to this trailer yeah like i thought this one was pretty darn good like it has a great energy that i'm really digging um it was it was enough to remind everyone like about this franchise and yeah i mean everything about it looks very men in black mm-hmm. you know nothing's Nothing has been like overhauled for the worse. You know, people are gonna recognize all the things. It looks like it belongs in that universe. I just wish for more aliens, but we'll more. get more aliens. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I I know. But every once in a while in the trailer, I was like, let's see some aliens. We got that I cute like, little guy. That's just always my favorite. <laughs> I mean, that was my favorite part like, about Men in Black was like just 
there's so much weird alien stuff yeah, in there no, that I just want to see in a trailer already. Point. But you know, yeah. there will be more. No, we'll see more. I look. I I think we're so far out now that I'm excited, but it's going on the back burner. And yeah, the closer I mean, we get, I'm yeah, gonna be super excited for it. It's not something I'm gonna constantly be checking for updates on. No. Um, and the other thing I'm not going to be constantly checking for updates on is Hellboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hellboy was, it was just kind of a, like a lukewarm cup of water. Yeah. That I like left. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, this is the, the least. Just the first thing that came to mind was like, oh, I'm thirsty. Take a sip, set oh, your glass down. Cold. And then later in the day, like, mm, I'm thirsty. Ooh, I still have a cup of water sitting here. And you're, you're like, that was like, fine the first time. Why did I just time? go get another glass of water? I mean, um, uh, the first two Hellboys from Guillermo del Toro were so – they're so amazing because they're just in this oh, just realm of just – Imaginative. Imaginative, weird, uh, like has some horror elements, but it's still funny. Mm-hmm. Like it just has a mash of everything. So when like you announce a remake, like you really hope like it could be in the vein of that or maybe like you could take it to the next level and make it – maybe make it darker, make it something interesting, uh, you know, something like unique for this. But here – there's just nothing unique. I mean, David Harbour no. as Hellboy looks great, and like he was honestly the best part of the trailer for me. But he looks great in some parts. There are some like freeze frames yeah. or screenshots I saw where like I swear I can see like prosthetic like coming off his face. Oh really? Oh yeah. I, I mean, I, I in the trailer that. he looks good because it's like in motion and everything. Right. But I just saw a couple screenshots where I'm like, I, the budget's. Uh, I rather showing. I prefer trailers over pictures. So yeah. Because it's a, a movie. That's the point of it. I had a hard time with his voice. Every once in a while, I was like, ooh, that sounds like Hellboy. I'm like, ooh, who is that? doesn't <laughs> sound right. And, yeah. And I just don't know if you can re- replace Ron Perlman in that Yeah, that's going to be a huge hurdling point for a lot of people, I feel like. Because he sounded like a Hellboy. Well, he just he was Hellboy grit. at the time. Yeah. You know? There had never been a Hellboy, really a Hellboy movie. And he was just one of those people where like, okay, this guy was born to play this role yeah for sure yeah. i think i think harbor will do a, a fine job but yeah, you're right like there's just an, there's just an audience i think are gonna or who are really passionate about this franchise who are gonna have a hard time like adjusting to this version but the, biggest, the trailer's just the, just the biggest like thing it. about the trailer was how bland if you take yeah. out so bland. what hellboy looks like you know take hellboy out of the trailer yeah. nothing about the world or the creature or anything looks unique at all. Yeah. You know, it's just... I mean, besides one or two shots, like, it really movie, just looked plain. You remember that movie R.I.P.D.? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I got, I got like, a... I mean, that movie all, already wasn't very good. Yeah. But, like, if you take that, cut its budget in half, and then get rid of the, like, imaginative stuff... Yeah. That's just kind of... That's kind of how I felt with this trailer. Yeah, it didn't feel like there was... There's nothing unique in this. Like, no. I think for trailers and this is a good example of it like you really have to get that catch like okay why do i want to see this what is so different about this version there's that i want to see yeah, it be some but here like it's something. not there i mean first off the hook should just be hellboy but because there's already been of ron perlman mm-hmm. you know you gotta have a different thing you yeah know, what's different about this hellboy why do i want to come back and revisit this universe when it doesn't have the person i love as as the title character yeah and, you know, I just, there wasn't really anything else. I thought that they tried to make this Hellboy in the trailer. There was a lot of, like, sarcastic, strict humor. And I'm I feel so like. I'm so tired it, of sarcastic yeah. humor. <laughs> every like every movie has to have it. A Deadpool. Yeah. Like, he is a big red devil Deadpool. And it's just not, it doesn't work for me. I think it was, like, subpar 
I effort would, at the at humor. I, I know where you're, where you're getting at, but I always thought of the Hellboy character as having that dry sarcasm. I agree. I, yeah, that's she what does Ron Perlman did, but, but this yeah. one isn't doing that. You don't think it's doing mm. the same thing? Oh, well. There were a couple things that I thought were funny. Like, do you have your ID? And he's like, are you serious? I'm like, that, yeah. that was kind of funny. You know, it's not like yeah. a, a sarcastic, witty one-liner. It's just like, you know, the humor came from that situation. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, nothing about it. No, none, of, none of the other stuff, really. I guess they didn't also like the me. idea of like these huge creatures smacking him. And him fleeing off in the air into like buildings and stuff, like yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't seemed... remember that scene. Yeah, it's yeah. like towards the very end or something. Yeah, like the, I said, I only remember one or two scenes. Other than that, nothing slaps this trailer. Yeah. You've seen that? You've seen that slapstick joke in a billion other movies? Yeah, and it's funny, like his tail like goes flying up, and you're just yeah. I don't know. I that that added with all like the try the humorous lines in it that they were trying to get across. Yeah, that weren't really that funny. No, that kind of came across as like, like oh. <laughs> I oh. I hope this is an example of what's to come to the movie. I hope they see the feedback and they go, oh wait, like we need to fix this. Like we need yeah, to make it we need to make it unique in its own way and I don't think this movie was ever big enough that they're gonna they're so invested like, okay, we gotta go back to the drawing board and fix this. I think, you know, this is what we're gonna get. My initial speculation is that it's not going to really be a bit very big you know oh i mean the first two weren't that big to begin with like they have their own dedicated they have dedicated fans but it's not a big fan base but i don't think this under 100 or is one a little over 100 100 i can uh check it out yeah i think they're both no not budget like total and revenue i think oh i think they both made less than 150 at least maybe even less than 100 so i don't think they're very big franchises to begin with yeah what do you got for us kyle sorry i uh while you're at it you should also also google when the skid row album came out (laughs) it just i've been thinking about it this whole time (laughs) really is that total gross (laughs) it says i i might be reading this wrong i'll have to double check but it says hellboy gross to make 59 million Domestically and Hellboy Two domestically made seventy five million total. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that might... what I show. Too. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I knew it was small amounts, but yeah, I didn't so think it was that small. Under hundred million dollars. That's pretty small. <laughs> I think was there ever supposed to be a third one, and then maybe that's yes. why there never was. I mean, yeah. Del Toro one and one, Ron Perlman one and one, but the studios were just like, nah, nah. it can't work. It, but apparently not. Are. It's yeah. It's whatever. <laughs> but good. But I mean, Del Toro. I think we'll be fine. Like his fan base continues to follow him after Hellboy, and you know oh, yeah, he no, just he's... only won a couple Oscars. So <laughs> Skid Row is he has so many projects. Eric. There we go. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. Oh yeah, back from the yeah. <laughs> Bumblebee conversation, right? It never left my head. So I mean, I I was pretty underwhelmed by the Hellboy trailer. I do like David Harbour as Hellboy, and that's the one bright moment. But other than that, though, it's just they need to work on this. They need to fix up and make a better trailer next time maybe pick a better song to debut with yeah oh, that was, was a, a weird jarring. song choice i forgot about that yeah. yeah i don't know like i understand like wanting a song that's like oh whoa this is weird in it but make sure it works you know <laughs> yeah. like it make sure it fits but yeah i don't know i i wish i was hoping um that i could see something unique in this but all i see is just meh yeah well i mean it's Three, three pretty positive 
three pretty good movies. Mm-hmm. One pretty good trailer and one little underwhelming trailer. Yeah. Can't please them all. They were they were surprise trailers, that's for sure. I wasn't expecting these two to come out for a while. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm really surprised <laughs> yeah. by that. Cool. cool. Yeah. Well, I'm mm-hmm. going to get to drinking now, so <laughs> it's Christmas. Let's get this party started now. <laughs> I'm fading. It's time. Yep. Let's, I think... I'm going to let the holiday spirit enter. <laughs> that's, that's what you call it? Yeah. <laughs> Embracing it, guys. Embracing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that sounds sounds like a plan to me. Okay. Perfect. So, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy New Year if we don't hear from you, because we are not going to be podcasting next week. Nope. nope. Yeah. We, I forgot we about that. That's right. Yeah. Who am I going to talk to? Well, <laughs> remember we talked about recording our, our little thoughts and then coming back? Oh, yeah. Speaking to our little voice recorders right yeah i've never done that before it's gonna be weird it'll be fun we're gonna have fun (laughs) oh i'm excited yeah cool we'll go to the movies there's lots to choose from yeah spider-man to the spider-verse is still the best of the best go see that one for sure (laughs) go see aquaman go see bumblebee go see the favorite go see mary poppins support the movies (laughs) oh god (laughs) there's so many choices hopefully hopefully awesome all right take care everyone